This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, March 11th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. President Obama has faltered on transparency, but he still has an opportunity to give the public more and more useful data about government than any administration before him. So what hurdles lie in the way of more open access to that government data? Jerry Brito, creator of StimulusWatch.org, is a senior fellow at the Mercatus Center at George Mason University. He visited the Cato Institute yesterday. The president, when he was campaigning and when he came into office, has been promising to be the most transparent administration in history. And so far, he's taken some pretty good steps uh, in that direction. Um, uh, I think first and foremost, uh, he changed uh, the FOIA uh, laws, and or he didn't change the law exactly, but what he did was is that he rescinded a memo um, that the Bush administration had, which uh, uh, said that if you received a FOIA request as an agency, you had to interpret that in the most in the narrowest sense possible to release as little information as possible. Um, and he changed that so that you uh, actually interpret it broadly. Then you have um, uh, issues as far as um, uh, how you bring in some of the new technology into um, the federal government that would allow for transparency to happen online. And there he directed um, the chief technology officer, which is yet to be uh, appointed, um, but he directed uh, the CTO at OMB, uh, the Office of Management and Budget, to uh, draft a directive uh, for all the federal government about how they should be uh, more transparent, more collaborative um, with the public, et cetera. And so that is being drafted right now. And they're actually, the administration is being very consultative um, with groups and, and with interested parties. And they're soon going to launch a, uh, a website where they're going to take a comment from the public uh, on this uh, directive. And they should have that out in May. So we're still waiting to see what that will look like. Um, and then you have um, transparency as it relates to uh, the stimulus package, which I think is very important. Um, and that's that's really where Obama has shined in the past, where he sponsored with Senator Coburn uh, the legislation that became um, uh, uh, USAspending.gov, which is a site where you can go and see a lot of, uh, of how your federal money is being spent. And so we like to see some of that being applied to the recovery. In terms of the data mm-hmm. and giving the data to all of us in a convenient, structured format so that we can mix and mash it however we like, how, how well has he done that? Um, not so great so far, but that's only because it's really early uh, stages, I think. Um, uh, so the recovery legislation requires uh, that the Recovery and Accountability uh, and Transparency Board um, uh, set up a website in which they will disclose how all the money is being spent. And, and Obama, President Obama has been uh, very clear about making sure that Americans know where every dollar goes. Um, and, and that's pretty serious. Um, and, and the problem, though, so far is that um, we have a website called recovery.gov, um, but there isn't much there yet. The legislation calls for a website, and an OMB created guidance. Um, and this guidance basically says uh, that agencies need to uh, report on a quarterly basis, and it says who's supposed to be doing the reporting about the money being spent. And, it's, and basically at this point, it is uh, the recipients of the money, and it's direct federal recipients of money. So what's the problem with this? The problem with this is, uh, is that if you are a state and you receive a federal grant, you are on the hook for reporting. Um, if you give um, that money to a city, then the city might be on the hook for reporting that they receive that money. But then it stops there. If that city, you know, so if New Jersey gives um, a grant to New York, and then New York gives a grant to Barone Sanitation, uh, we don't have to report that, at least right now the way we read it. Um, and I think there's an opportunity uh, uh, for that to, to be fixed. So the problems I see in the guidance are, number one, centralization, right? Are we going to be able to get all of the data in one place, or at the very least, go to one place, recovery.gov, 
and uh, be able to find all the data that's in all the other places, right? So we don't know that yet. We hope that that is the case. The other thing is standardization. Um, the other day I met with somebody from DOT who was looking at the guidance and was really trying to comply with the guidance. And she had um, notes written next to each of the requirements that were placed on her. And she was basically writing out what the fields were that she would be submitting. And I thought to myself, boy, there's somebody at every agency doing the exact same thing. And they are not going to be coming up with the same fields. And so these things are not going to match up. So um, they're really at this point, is a lack of standardization of what information agencies and states and cities uh, are going to be submitting. And then the last thing is, is again, is how deeply the data goes. Um, we need to have a requirement that any recipient of money, whether it's a sub-sub-sub-sub-subcontractor, we need to know where every dollar goes. What kind of in-house expertise and what kind of bureaucratic inertia exists that might prevent or perhaps even aid the process of making so much of this data more widely available? Well, the number one problem um, uh, the bureaucracy faces is uh, the systems that they have in place. They probably do not have in place any systems for collecting this data. And so uh, some folks would argue that it's it's probably physically impossible uh, for the president to keep this pledge, simply because... um, there are so many legacy systems that are not interoperable um, and, and just will not be able to do the sort of reporting that they want. And again, with the stimulus money, you need reporting from the states and from the cities. Um, and they ha- might not have systems at all. And if they do have systems, they might not be uh, interoperable. So that really presents uh, a challenge, which sort of leads to a solution, which is um, maybe have some sort of centralized reporting um, where you report to a central location. Um, that has some weaknesses, but... For legislation moving forward, where however much we spend on this or that, what are some guidelines that the administration ought to follow for how to write the law in such a way that, yes, clearly this is how we want the data to be presented. There's really no question about it. I don't think you have to reinvent a wheel each time, right? Each time you pass a new law, there should be some transparency provision attached to it. I think as it is right now, there's so much data um, from how members vote in Congress to how much uh, uh, federal employees are paid to uh, financial disclosure forms to uh, uh, federal election contributions, et cetera. This is all public information. The public already owns this. So this is already information that's already supposed to be publicly disclosed. I think what you need to do is to redefine in legislation the definition of disclosure, right, which will affect all laws that have a disclosure component. And the way you redefine disclosure is by saying it has to be online, it has to be searchable uh, in a meaningful way, um, so it has to be text, and it has to be structured. And what structured means basically is that anybody can take it and sort it. So let's say it's uh, campaign finance information. I can sort by last name, I can sort by amount, I can sort by city, I can sort by state. And then if you're able to do this, you can then plot it on a map, do interesting things with it. What about the people Obama has selected to sort of oversee this effort? There's been much fanfare about a chief technology officer um, uh, that would really serve a role, it seems, as a chief transparency officer. Uh, but this person has not been uh, uh, nominated yet. Um, it's, you should be, should be noted that um, Beth Novak from New York Law School um, is serving in a capacity uh, that sort of is, is writing this memorandum that was assigned to the CTO. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, Vivek Kundra, who... Uh, was the chief technology officer of Washington, D.C., was appointed as CIO 
uh, chief information officer and uh, the director of the e-government office at the Office of Management and Budget. And that, I think, that's an excellent choice. Um, what he did for D.C. was phenomenal in the short time that he was there. Um, basically, you had all sorts of um, computer systems that the uh, city used uh, uh, you know, in the regular course of business. For example, police officers um, wrote down arrest records in their computers, and um, uh, the, works, the, you know, the, the street works department would uh, fill in what potholes needed to be filled. Uh, they would have them in their computer systems. So you had all sorts of computer systems with data that was public um, uh, in the city. And what he did, basically, was that he put a pipe from those computer systems to the web. And so you can go, um, you can do a Google search for the DC data catalog, and you can see um, just about anything, roadkill pickups. Um, these are all online in a structured feed, and then you can take these, mash them together, map them, uh, do interesting things. I know, uh, well, and then he, further something that he did, which I think was very interesting, he held a contest called Apps for Democracy, and he said, we've made all of these feeds available of, of structured data, and so developers go out there and do something interesting with them, and we'll give you a small prize and some recognition if you do it. And you had some amazing things. You had like a, something called um, uh, We the People Wiki, which what it did was is that it took, um, uh, let's say, um, uh, the, the street lights that needed to be fixed or, or different problems that were being logged, and would then create a wiki page for each of these so the citizens could then keep the government accountable about whether they were fixing these things, interesting things like that. Jerry Brito is a senior research fellow at the Mercatus Center at George Mason University and is creator of StimulusWatch.org. You can read some of his writings in Regulation Magazine at Cato.org.